Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back on the program, and my guest is Michael DeLeon. He is the founder and CEO of Steered Straight. Michael making a return appearance here on the program. First of all, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me back. Absolutely. Good to have you here. So refresh our memory. Give us kind of um, a synopsis of what you do with this organization. So Steered Straight is an organization I founded in 2007 uh, after having spent uh, 12 years incarcerated for drug addiction, uh, crime. You know, I destroyed my life, destroyed everything I touched, you know. And in 2007, um, I had been involved in the Scared Straight program in prison. And the idea was bring the kids in and scare them and threaten them and curse at them and that negative reinforcement doesn't work and so when I got out of prison in 2007 I knew exactly what I wanted to do I want to steer kids I I want kids not to grow up to be me I mean I want them to grow up to be you running a radio program not ending up incarcerated and life of drugs and crime so I turned it you know all around and used all my experience um, to create steered straight and so it wasn't easy in the beginning you know picking up the phone and calling schools you know good morning sir I just got out of prison and I'd like to come talk to your kids click uh it wasn't easy but now i'm the number one book school presenter in the country i do over 700 schools a year myself and uh, two three four schools a day in the districts that we go into and i also go back into the prisons with an educational program to help men and women you know make that paradigm shift change the way they think and and believe and it's not just prisoners that i'm trying to help 90 percent of every woman in prison 80 percent of every man in prison is a parent so who's really affected by that incarceration? It's their children. So stopping that generational cycle of the revolving door, getting these men and women to come home, become taxpayers and responsible citizens and raise their kids. It's all about changing that. We have the you know second largest, people say the largest prison system in the world. We don't, China does. Um, but based on incarceration numbers, we're you know 25% of the world's prison population. We have to change that. It's not the answer. We absolutely need prisons we have to have people go to prison some people just should stay there nice safe and sound for the rest of their life i hate to say it but it's a reality of evil right so but i want to get in there and and reach the people that can turn their life around and contribute to society and become parents so steered straight's in its 13th year and about three years ago we decided to you know move to the greatest place in the world and that's middle tennessee i can tell you that i feel i told you earlier this morning I feel that way more and more every single day. So we relocated our corporate office and everything in our operations down here to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Well, um, a a lot to ask you about here today. In the the midst of this pandemic, and if you're doing, um, I guess, lectures and seminars or or whatnot uh, in schools and 700 a year, well, this next year is going to be interesting for you, isn't it? Yeah, this is literally changing the entire dynamic of everything that I do at schools and prevention. It's more important than ever to get the message to them. More important than ever because despair deaths are up. Child sexual abuse is way up. Suicide helpline calls are skyrocketing. Suicide is up. We are at the stage where we're dealing with the worst COVID, uh, worst um 
crude death totals, which is suicide, alcohol uh, poisoning, drug overdose. It's escalating, escalating among kids, escalating among adults. So prevention is more important than ever. But even if schools open, am I going to be able to get into large settings of auditoriums and gyms to do, you know, massive presentations? Probably not for a while. So we've taken everything that we do and we've moved it into a digital format. So I can go into digital Zoom. Skype into different schools that way into classrooms multiple classrooms can see it at the same time and then we can do a Q&A through digital with all the classrooms so that's one thing we have an incredible partnership with uh, NIDA and drug free world where we're providing educational materials to schools for free all across the country we're raising money for shipping that's what we're raising money for and we're getting um the information and education in two schools there will still be a lot of schools in the middle of the country that i'll do over this next year many many states the dakotas nebraska idaho iowa they haven't had the same impact as the coasts so we'll be doing lectures and presentations but we're going to probably be 80 percent digital over the next year wow and that's costs a lot of money we're raising money so we opened up a thrift store here in murfreesboro to raise money and it went really well now we're expanding into a big 5,000 square foot uh space um thanks to swanson real estate is really helping us out but we're opening up a 5,000 square foot thrift store next weekend um masks will be available and required as you come into the thrift store uh the old bounce you uh, on Park Avenue. We're going to be there for 60 to 90 days until our building is done. Swanson is gutting uh, a building on Middle Tennessee. And it's going to be a massive operation. A uh, big, big thrift store. It might be the biggest thrift store. Uh, it'll be probably the biggest thrift store uh, store space, uh, retail space in, in the area. But um, 100% of the proceeds are going to go towards funding our ministry and our mission. Wow. Um, so... That's a lot of space to fill up with items, yeah. too, isn't it? We have a lot of stuff, and we're taking you know, uh, donations. There's some great thrift stores in Murfreesboro, just great. Garden Patch is such an uh, outreach, Goodwill, good places. you know. But I think the way this uh, area is growing, we could probably get 10 more thrift stores in this uh, Middle Tennessee region and be fine. And you always want to find good deals and help people. We're having vouchers for homeless and people who are coming out of jails to get them clothes uh, to try to help people so we're taking donations anything that you can sell in a thrift store we're taking uh, 1222 Park Avenue and it's going to be called the Steered Straight Thrift Store we're open right now on West College Street but we're going to be next week in this massive uh, space so now Will you be moving from the Park Avenue space to Middle Tennessee at some point in right. the future too? It's right across the street, basically. It's right ah. on the corner, so we, you could see one. You can see the new building from Bounce U. So, but just to get people familiar to the area town where we're going to be, and then we're literally just moving across the street. Swanson is so amazing, and they're allowing us to use this space until they finish the renovation of the building. There are some. Don't know if you know them, but there's some amazing yeah. people. Great. And so this is so important. What we're doing. The thrift store is obviously so important but 100% of the proceeds is funding suicide and drug prevention, education for kids and families. We have Michael Daly on joining us today from Steered Straight. He is the founder and CEO, and uh, you said 13 years? This is our 13th year, yeah. yeah. And how many years in Murfreesboro? So we'll be down here three years. Three years mm -hmm. here. Okay, well, good. Um, so I, I wanted to 
talk with you about this pandemic a little bit as well and the effects on kids because this is it's one of the things that honestly I'm not sure that we have heard enough about and and just how t- I mean it's tough on us as adults sure. and so w- when you take away the ability to be social I mean we're social creatures especially from young people who really haven't had any type of restriction like that it's it's a tough thing sure you know when you look at addiction drug addiction alcoholism when you look at suicide when you look at self-harm when you look at depression anxiety the thread through all of that is isolation it is for a child or an adult adults deal with isolation better than kids you know but when you get kids and then they get into their electronics and they get into their phone and their social media that's really makes it worse so the isolation is such a massive problem i'm not you know debating people about covid or whether it's real or whether it's a hoax or whether the numbers are real i mean depending on what you know newscast you you watch or radio program you listen to Truth is a funny thing, right? Truth has become a matter of interpretation. So let's just say the virus is here, the virus is real, right? Schools need to open. Schools absolutely need to open. And we can't say we can't open schools. When you look at the people that are pushing for keeping schools closed, there's an agenda there. You just have to be honest about that. We have to get schools open. Do we do it safely? Of course, let's do it safely. What is safely? If you don't have elementary and middle school kids, you might not understand the uh, uh, you know the difficulties it's going to be. We can't get kids to bring pens and pencils to class. You're going to make sure they bring a mask. Social distancing is not going to be easy with kids. So we absolutely have to do that. We absolutely have to open schools and figure out a way to do it safely. But if we don't open schools, the damage on kids is going to be much greater and it's going to last for years and years and years. And with stigma, people don't talk about these things as openly as, you know, no one's afraid to talk about coronavirus or COVID. It's just, you know, there's no stigma there, right? If you know someone who's sick with COVID, you're not, you're not keeping it, you know, quiet. It's, oh, don't tell anybody Miss Jones has coronavirus, right? But addiction, that's much different. Depression is much different. We're going to make this much, much worse. In 2017, uh, we started to see a lull in overdose death. In 18, we definitely saw a lull in overdose death, but it wasn't. It was a. It was. It was a um, temporary lull. 2019 started to skyrocket again. 19, we have the greatest numbers of overdose and despair death than we had in America's history. And 2020 is going to be worse. It's going to be worse with kids. It's going to be worse with young adults. So we have to open schools. The people that tell me we can't open schools, it's not safe. That's where their talking point ends. Okay, you don't want to open schools. What next? Well, online learning. Great, online learning. What are we going to do for kids? The Murfreesboro Post reported 40% of kids in Murfreesboro don't have internet access. 40%. How are we giving equal access to kids? And if you can get a computer and Wi-Fi in the hands of every child and every family in, in the county, great. That's That covers academics, but does it? Are kids going to be online? Are parents going to be able to be equipped to help kids understand what they're not understanding? There are some places in America where teachers unions have negotiated a four-hour workday. 
online, how are kids getting the same thing that they could get in school? So academics is only one fraction of what kids get in school. Socialization, there's sexual abuse that's escalated, self-harm is escalated, all these other things is escalated, and kids aren't being uh, targeted, watched by counselors. They're not in the presence of counselors. They need that social interaction. They need that mentorship from teachers and coaches and administrators. They need to be in schools. We have to get kids back in social settings. Michael, if you'll put the headphones on that uh, are right there to your left, and we've got uh, someone who wanted to make a comment here uh, on the program. Welcome in, and uh, let's uh, have your comment here for Michael. Um, hi, Michael. It's Tammy. Hey, how are you? And um, I've known Michael years before he even moved here to Murfreesboro, and I raised my kids here, um, went through the school system, and I've lost my, I lost my son to an accidental fentanyl overdose. Um, Michael and his wife, Darla, um, this is their passion. They know what they're talking about. And um, yeah, they have they have a heart for this. I think if Michael could figure out a way to do this without getting paid, he would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to speak in support of him and let you guys at the radio know how much he has supported our family. Wow, thank you so much. I got goosebumps. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thanks. You know, I'm I'm sure that when you hear comments like that, it just charges you up and uh, I, I guess gives you the energy to go through the next the next day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm, we're losing so many kids. Uh, the last um, funeral I went to recently, my 221st. 221 funerals since 2010 and mary 35 years of age just passed she worked with us and um you know died of a fentanyl overdose right here in murfreesboro and so you know going to her funeral and seeing all her friends the hundreds of people that were in that nursing uh, in that funeral home um you know she just was struggling with it with an addiction that was long term and i've got to get to the kids and prevent the kids from getting started down that path in the first place so i i understand people's fear and i'm not saying their fear is not valid it is if people are scared about their kids going back to school teachers are scared about coming back to school their fear is valid but we can't live in fear we this is not how we live it's not how this country operates and what what people have to realize is the damage, the long-term damage from what we're doing and our reaction right now. If they want to wear masks, wear masks. I'm all for whatever's gonna you know keep people safe. But we're not addressing the isolation and the um, depression and anxiety. Okay, among our our kids, I love what Laura Bush said. Kids are 25% of our population, but they're 100% of our future. This is our future, and we're literally jeopardizing our future by endangering children right now, not from coronavirus, but from isolation and all the impact that's going to come for kids for many, many, many years to come. We absolutely have to open up schools. 
Michael, I've got like a minute left, but I do want to give you the chance to remind us about the thrift store. And also for someone listening, if they're just at their wits end, they have a child, they don't really know what to do. I mean, can, can you just give us like uh, a few seconds on w- how they can, where they should go for resources? Yeah, first of all, every parent, every guardian, please steeredstraight.org, buy our book. It's called Table Talks and Dashboard Conversations. It'll literally give you a year of conversations that you can have on a daily basis about all sorts of subjects and topics that you need to talk to your kids about that aren't being discussed right now because schools are closed obviously table talks and dashboard conversations you can also get it on amazon but steeredstraight.org is our website there's so many resources on there there's a curriculum for kids called success for teens there is a curriculum on anxiety and depression and then there's all the information about drug prevention on our website steeredstraight.org please if you can support our thrift store uh on Park Avenue, 1222 Park Avenue. We open next Saturday, August 1st. And we're taking donations now of anything that you can, you know, let go of. If you've been cleaning out your closets and you want to take it to a good cause, 100% of our proceeds go directly to uh, funding this mission. Steeredstraight.org is our website and our thrift store will be on Park Avenue. So thank you. Good stuff, Michael. Appreciate you coming in today yeah, again. Thank you. Michael DeLeon joining us today. If you missed part of the broadcast now, check out the podcast at WGNS radio.com under Rutherford Issues.